Peace world, it's your man and Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And it is another episode of Keeping the Towel. Thank you so much for rocking with me and moving with me again. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome, 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 welcome to Boogie's Gym. And we are back at it for another episode of Keeping the Towel. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you're having a good one out there. Hopefully everything is going right for you. If not, don't worry about it. We're going to keep pushing, man. That's the name of this game. We're going to keep pressing. We're going to keep pushing till things become right. And if it feels a little off, keep pressing, keep pushing until it's back on track. And, man, I'm just happy and glad to be back in the mix, man. Your boy got it, man. Your boy got it. Your boy got it. I cannot believe this. After dodging and taking all necessary precautions, I actually came down with COVID. And, woo, this thing ain't no joke, man. That's all I can tell you. It ain't no joke. It's real. It is so real. And, and, for y'all out there who think this thing is not still alive, who think that it's over with, no, 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 no. It may not have been like how it was what at the at the start or the second quarter of 2019, but yo, it's still out there, man. You can still catch this thing, and y'all, please, please take all the necessary precautions. And the symptoms was real. Just imagine it's 90 degrees outside and you feel like it's 50, and you need a heater and a blanket two blankets to keep you warm <laughs> crazy man crazy so yeah but i'm glad that everything is all right i'm good i'm back in the saddle back in the mix yo y'all let's get into it here's what i need you to do get out your locker room get on your gloves get in your mouthpiece make your way to the ring at this moment in time and as you're in the ring take a look around all eyes are on you and look across from you that is your opponent life Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is your weakness, that is your opponent standing across from you. Get to the center of the ring. Go ahead and touch gloves because, ladies and gentlemen, it is official that this round has started. Let's do it. I come to you today at this moment in time because, you know, as we look at fighters, the one thing that we always are amazed about is their training, whether it be MMA, boxing, or just any athlete, just their training. And I will say more so from the combat sport, from the pugilist perspective, that when they are training, the most important thing is how they train. Anybody can train. But if you're not training correctly, that can spell disaster for you when you get into the octagon, the ring, the mat, wherever it is your arena of combat. And if you look at any fighter, one thing that they will always they like to do sparring it's hard but it's, it's something they have to do no matter what and who they're sparring with is very very important very very important you can't be a heavyweight and you're training against a lightweight or a bantamweight or a flyweight that's not going to do you no good why because you are not going to face that type of opponent in the ring if you're a flyweight or bantamweight, you're not going to take on a heavyweight because that's not who you're taking on in your spot of combat when the time comes. And so I was remembering looking at one of my favorite films, Rocky. And I think it was Rocky 3, I think it was. And it was Apollo sparring with Rocky. And the one thing that I respected about Apollo was that 
got irritated. He was just pissed that Rocky was not giving his all. Same thing you look at with, with sparring partners. They are sometimes called up like, yo, can you come from Chicago, D-Town, from the D, from Cali, wherever, and can you spar with my fighter? You know, we've seen who you are. Would you mind sparring with them? Yes, no, whatever. Now, if they agree to it, cool. Now, when that person comes to the gym, or even if it's local, even if they're a local sparring partner, they come there, they're expecting you to give all that you can. Now, let me get this off first before I go further. Any gym that is not well run, they will let two sparring partners go at it and just knock each other the hell out. And yes, it sounds good like, oh, you knocked out so-and-so. Yeah, that's great. But that's not a good look because that has consequences. Now, a gym that is properly run by a judicious coach, judicious manager, the last thing they want is for these two fighters to go and try to hurt each other, particularly in sparring sessions. Now, do fighters get hurt in sparring sessions? All the time. An inadvertent elbow, a... They get knocked out and they get concussed or a rib is hurt or broken. Anything, wrist is hurt or a hand is broken. It happens. It happens. But the name of the game is try to mitigate it or try to minimize that in a sparring session because you don't want to see anybody hurt, particularly if you have your fighter who's having a fight, a big fight coming up. You don't want them to be hurt because then that's six weeks out, four weeks out, some eight weeks out. And then they got to shut down the fight or find another opponent and that fighter will lose their shot. And they got to wait a longer time. Now back to what it is. So they get in this sparring partner from wherever they may be, local or outside. And when that person comes in that ring, they're expecting that fighter to give their best effort. But the last thing any sparring partner will want is that, hey, I came here to spar with you and then you just giving me lazy work. You're giving me lazy work. You're giving me your lazy punches or you're not even playing defense, anything. And this is what you expect of me to give you. Now, have I seen this before? Yes, I've seen some sparring partners come in, some sparring opponents come in. And then the person who called them up, now they're just giving them lackadaisical or not even doing anything. And it's like, wait a minute, I came here for nothing. I've actually watched it probably twice where a sparring partner walked out of the ring. Cause it's like, yo, you call me up here, or you say, come on, let's get it going, let's get, let's get some rounds in, and then you giving me whatever. So the same, I bring this back to Rocky when Apollo was sparring with Rock, and Rocky was barely giving him any type of energy, any type of of head movement, nothing. And when it was in the in the sparring ring, and Apollo was just leveling him, he's hooking, he's hooking, he's hooking. I mean, it was funny to me, but he was just leveling Rock. And then he just got mad and said, man, Rock, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? He's like, you think I was tough? This guy will knock you on your behind and keep you in the hospital for nine weeks. I kept you in the hospital for six. This guy will keep you in the hospital for nine. And then Rock said to him, look, we'll go better tomorrow. Apollo Creed said this incredible line. Four words. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. And that resonated with, with Rocky. So why do I say this to you? Because it is so important with your sparring partners, a.k.a. your accountability partners. Who are your sparring partners? The people that they will go ahead and challenge you, say, yo, so what is it you trying to do? What is it that you want to do? All right, what's the plans? What's the steps? If it's something, yo, I'm trying to kick 
the habit of excessive drinking, alcoholism, or weed, or you're trying to kick those things, certain pernicious habits that you're trying to kick, and you got a sparring partner or sparring partners, accountability partners, yeah, they're going to say, all right, well, what is it you're trying to do? When is it that you really want to kick this thing? What What is it that you're looking at? Is you, are you looking at this for a year from now, two years from now? What is it? Now, with your sparring partners, it's so important. Why is it important to have them? Because they have to keep you on your toes. As I mentioned to you before in previous episodes, you may see it as, yo, man, they nagging. They on my back and everything. No, they're basically saying, yo, you did say within a year, within two years, you're going to do this, correct? Okay, how's that path going? Or why did you veer off your path? Why did you quit altogether? And after your sparring partners have been with you and dealing with you, with your setbacks, with your bite backs, where you've been snapping off on them and everything, and then finally they took it all in, and then you finally say, nah, I'm done, I'm good, I don't, don't want to deal with this no more, I'm, I'm not looking to try to open no business now, I'm tired of trying this, I'm tired of putting in money into this, I'm tired of asking people, I'm tired of cold asking, I'm tired of cold calling for funds, I'm tired of it. But then they have to remind you, wait a minute, you did say that you wanted this, you call me to help you in. You call me to be your accountability partner. Now you're telling me after all this day and time, after so much intricate time and so much bite back and bickering back and forth and getting you and making sure you stay on the path, you now telling me you done after all this time. That's what you're telling me. So why is it good to have those sparring partners? Those sparring partners are going to hit you just where you need it. That's number one. What do I mean that your sparring partners are going to hit you where you need it? They're going to call you out. They're going to be the one or ones who are going to go ahead and say, yeah, you used to having yes people. You used to having people just coddle you and say, yeah, keep going. Great, great. No, no, you don't. Nah, you ain't doing nothing wrong. No, here it is. You got your sparring partners going to say, yo, what was wrong with you? Why you slacked off here? Why are you not giving it your all here? Since when you stop all of a sudden, your sparring partners care that much about you that true sparring partners are going to make sure like, yo, yo, hold up, hold up, stop, stop, stop. You dip in a little bit too low with your left hand so that's opening you up. Hold up, I see that you're not, I see that your, your, your right hand is not up. Yo, I see that when you throw that straight, throwing it weak. Your sparring partner is going to call out where you are lacking and where you are slacking. They'll stop you in the midst of it to call you out like, all right, hold up for a minute. I see what you're doing with, with your business, but maybe your marketing is a little off. Yo, I see that you're trying to, to make sure you get these houses in together or you're trying to do this together. Yo, did you look at the house properly? Did you get an inspector to do it? Oh, no, nah, no, nah, I got it. I can see it. I, I've, been in, I've been looking at homes. I've been a realtor for about four years. I think I know, right? But an inspector knows exactly what to look for. You're looking at profit. Inspector is looking at quality. The inspector is looking at sturdiness. What will need to be fixed? What is default? Not just fixed, but needs to be gutted and then be put into the home. So that's what your sparring partners will do to you. They will go ahead and call you out or correct you. That's what sparring partners, good sparring partners will do, correct you. Now, if you got the ego, man, don't tell me what to do. I'm good. This is when you want to tell me how to do this. Can you imagine Floyd Mayweather had that mindset? Nah. You can't tell me what to do. I've been boxing longer than you, right? But yeah, you may have been boxing just as long or longer than me, but I'm seeing this. And speaking of Floyd Mayweather, said it best. You got to have a team. 
You got to have a team. How many of you are moving like a lone wolf right now? You are your own sparring partner. Because what we hear all the time, oh, your biggest enemy is yourself. You are your own sparring partner. No, you need a sparring partner, sparring partners. You need people. Why? Because as much as it is aggrandizing this world and it's pedestalizing this world of you being the lone person you can handle it on your own you did it on your own and you a bad b and you a bad dude and blah 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 yeah life is better than you life is harder than you i don't care how much time you did in in the joint i don't care how many times you you can punch brick walls and everything life is harder than you and so your sparring partners in the midst of you fighting will go ahead and be able to stop you. They rather, what would you rather? Somebody stop you and miss like, hold on, hold on, you're doing this wrong. Or you just swing it. Because if you just swing, you you are wasting so much energy that you're going to be winded. And then your sparring partner is not going to take much to knock you down to the same thing. You just swinging wildly. You just go in with no type of direction, no type of purpose, no one there to correct you because you don't want the correction or you feel you don't need the correction. There it is now. You burn out in life. You burn out. You're done. Or you're short with things. You're short with people. Like, nah, nah, you ain't going to tell me what to do. You real short with everything. Everybody's trying to correct you. You taking it personal. And that's what another thing a lot of y'all do. Y'all take correction personal. It's not about that. What would you rather? If you got these people who are your accountability partners, don't you need them to go ahead and see things that you can't see? You need someone who could be able to watch your six. You may be able to see 9, 12, and 3. Cool. Some of you may be able to be able to see 10 to 2. But you got somebody else to see other parts around you that you can't see. Yes, you can keep your head on the swivel, but it's not always going to be the case. Because all you got to do is just turn your head slightly. Boom, you get hit. You get blindsided. Look at football. You see it all the time. You see a quarterback who can elude two people from behind. Great. Can elude someone from the left, but don't see that defender coming from the right. Knocked out. Concussed. We need that same thing, y'all. We need people to be able to catch our blind sides. That's why a quarterback has an old lineman, have that left tackle, that right tackle, because let's say the quarterback, more than likely all the time, quarterbacks like to look to their left. They got to have a right tackle. Who's that right tackle? That person who's their blind side. They can't always look over there. So your sparring partners, do you have any? Do you have any sparring partners that you can go ahead? You can say, yo, I can look to this person, these people who I know will be able to keep me accountable. Or have you done worse by kicking out your sparring partners? Yo, man, they criticizing me too much. Yo, man, they always think they know. But these are people that you picked up. So wouldn't you want to get some wise sparring partners with you so they can be in the ring with you? I'm like, yo, all right, cool. I see you doing this. I see you doing that wrong. Don't you want that? I mean, for me personally, I would like to get someone who's been in the game for a minute who could teach me and school me. Yeah. But if I'm going to get another rookie like me, one of us or both of us will just swing wildly at each other, like just hoping that we connect. That my punch or their punch, his or her punch connect. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what my sparring partner, that's what she's hoping for. My sparring partner, he's hoping for that it just connect. You want to have someone in that ring with you. Be able, put on a little pressure on you. Want to be able to see, yo, how you going to respond to this situation? When I put more pressure on you while you're on the ropes, when I put more pressure on you when you're getting a little winded, when you're tired, when I put a little pressure on you when you're in the corner, when I put a little pressure on you when I clinch you and I, and I grab you and you're trying to get out of it, what do you do in these situations? Now, that is the most important thing. 
as I mentioned to you in the beginning, you're not going to have a heavyweight go ahead and spar against a lightweight. That doesn't make sense because it is different. The heavyweight may not move fast, but got a hell of a punch. The lightweight may move fast, but don't have much of a punching power. But now they got to learn how to move. So they got to be able to get a sparring opponent who got the same weight or close to the same height or close to the same weight. They want to be able to get that. Why? Because that's the type of opponent they're getting. But a lot of you don't want those type of sparring partners. A lot of you want sparring partners that are easy. Yes, people. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yes, you're doing the right thing. But nobody's giving you caution or anything. They're telling you throw caution to the wind. Nobody's telling you about caution. So the same thing. If you have that fighter who does not have a sparring partner who's able to say, hold up, I see that you're doing this. Y'all like what you're doing, but I see this. If they just go and say, yeah, you did good, you did good, then nobody's helping that fighter. Not even their coach or manager. Because if the sparring partner say, yo, man, that was good, that's it. Of course, they're gonna, it's out of respect. But then it is when they got their real fight, they were just told, you're good. So who are your sparring partners? What value are your sparring partners giving to you? What value are your sparring partners giving to you? I need you to look that over. You have sparring partners who just guessing you up and just gassing you up, always giving you pats on your backs, or do you have sparring partners, legit sparring partners, who will call you out on some BS, who will call you out some things you're doing wrong, who will still challenge you even though you hit a mark. All right, yo, six months sober, cool. Let me see if you can go for eight. Yo, eight months sober. All right, let me see if you go for 10. 10, all right, let me see if you can go for a year. Yo, let me see if you, all right, you did eight. Let me see if you can go for a year and a half now. Those are the sparring partners you need who will put some pressure on you. Homegirl, I see that you you got step one. You wrote out, typed out your book. This is what you're writing for your book. Cool. Next step, are you ready for somebody to look at it over and edit it and say, mark this out, mark this out, mark this out? Are you ready for that? That's the next step. Next step after that, are you ready to put this to in the hands of a true editor now? Are you ready for that editor now? Say, nah, take this out, move this. Nah, don't use this. Man, you're missing periods. You're missing punctuation marks. Are you ready for that part now? Or are you waiting for somebody just to say, type it up and or write it out and then hand it over to a publisher and... Boom, you got a book. Because if that's what you got as your sparring partner, you're done. Your sparring partner will help you go through the steps. That they could come back to you again. I remember our first time we sparred, you were still weak here. Let me see what you got this time. Yeah, I remember the first two times we sparred, you had this, you didn't do this too well. Let me see how you do here. Increment steps is what your true sparring partners will push you towards. So I ask you again, do you have any sparring partners? And if not, why not? You cannot take on this fight by yourself. You cannot. You need a team. You ever see when these boxes come in there, they come in with an entourage, a cut man, a manager, trainer, and somebody else there? Yeah, they come with a team. They need that in their corner. You will not see fighters who are pro who will go to the ring by themselves. No way. That will never work. Because the one thing that they got to focus on is the fight. But if they got to go ahead and put Vaseline on their own eye and make sure that cut is closing up and the cold press they doing that while they just giving themselves advice yeah <laughs> that's it that fighter cannot concentrate on the fight check your sparring partners if you don't have them go and get them go and get some that means you got to step outside your circle network with some new people network with them man do it that's what i promised for myself to network with new people why because i need to be stretched again i want to be stretched so go and find them Yo, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in with me. As always, I'm grateful to have you in the mix with me. And ladies and gentlemen, 
This round is officially over. So, like I always tell you, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. I will check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I am out of here. Peace.